for joining us on the Dirty Moms Talk podcast. I'm Brittany of The Deliberate Day, wife, mom of seven, and closet creative, creator of The Deliberate Day Journal and The Deliberate Start, and lover of all things organization and planning. And I'm Tiffany from DoraJane.com. I'm a wife, a caregiver to my wounded warrior, and a mom of five, and I am a lover of possibilities. With our 33 years of combined experience, we're shining light on the dirty side of momming. Just for the record, we've heard some knocking, so if anybody, anything happens, come find us. Actually, Tiffany will be able to tell you the story because she's going to run away and leave me. Yes, I will. Okay, so I am not the person you want with you in a field of war. I know that's not me. I'm the one that would get up and move away. I would run away. I would tell people your story. I would make it heroic. It would be amazing, but I would still be alive because I allowed you to be eaten by a bear, attacked by a goose. That's just what would happen. We all have a flight or fight response. Minus some people flight. have a turtle. Minus, yeah. all, <laughs> minus fight. Brittany Sound is sides fierce. to all of them. <laughs> yes. Brittany will take on anything, even gangster geese at the pond. Okay, I'm just I, saying. I don't know. I might have to draw my line at gangster geese. Yeah. They they scare me too. I know because I left Brittany in the dust. I'm not even <laughs> a fast runner and I just, whoo, I was gone. <laughs> Tiffany's a really good running partner. I am a slow running partner unless I'm about to be attacked by a goose. Yep. Have you seen their teeth? Have you seen their wingspan? They're (laughs) fast. They're basically like dinosaurs. Pretty much. scary dinosaurs. Very scary. And they're mean. They are really mean. And you don't want to be the lady who's on the news (laughs) trying to kick the geese because you know they wouldn't record or show the first part of it where the geese attacked you. Mm -hmm. Jail for you. That's right. Do you think they nap in jail? Do you, oh, if they do, I could get behind that. I, I'm just. I'm, okay, there's a lot of knocking going on. There's so a lot of knocking. <laughs> this is scary. Anyways, that could be the gangster geese outside. So what are we talking about today? Okay, today we are going to talk about wardrobe planning, which is something that I have absolutely no foot to stand on because my idea of wardrobe planning is having or mostly having clothes on when kids leave the house. My idea is a little bit different. One of the things that's important to us is that when we leave the house, we do look presentable. We're a big family. There's a lot of stereotypes. stereotypes. Thank you. There's a lot of stereotypes that come with big families. So one of our goals is to help present big families in a beautiful light, in a way that invites people in because there's a lot of challenges, but there's incredible beauty. Well, and I think that when you see a big family and they look put together, like parents actually might get some sleep, even if they don't, or like children are, you know, well-groomed and well-kept. I think it does portray a much more realistic image of what being in a big family can be. And I hope it gives other mothers hope, too. I never want to make another mother feel bad. I want her to look and be like, okay, if she can do it, I I can do it. Like, I can do this. So that first look for us is important. That is something I would like to strive for, which is awesome because now I get to learn about it from you. (laughs) So what do you do? What is a wardrobe plan? A wardrobe plan often looks like capsules. Those are built really well where your clothes all kind of work together. 
so you can pick different pieces and they all fit together. It takes out some of the frustration and some of the clothing overwhelm because you're reducing down to just key pieces you need. For us, I kind of do a hybrid capsule. Because I have children, I know that pieces are going to get ruined over time. And I also know that I need backup pieces for when I'm not on top of the laundry, which is never. So I know that I'm going to need a couple extras kind of baked into my planning. Okay, so let's say, because I really, I've started working on a capsule for me, but I would like to start working on a capsule for my kids. How do I start? How did you do this when you started doing your modified capsule wardrobe? Okay, so I really recommend you start small and start early. First, you're just going to go through the clothes. You're going to declutter. You're going to purge. If the clothes have stains, if they have holes, if they have the hem is coming out on the bottom, those are things you're going to purge and get rid of, okay? You're going to purge what isn't working. Maybe you have that skirt from that aunt, and it's super cute, and it's all, like, quilted in different patterns or whatever, but it also goes with no shirt alive. That's something that's going to get the boot. It's going to go either to donate or to consignment. After you get done purging what isn't working, you're going to save what will work for next season. I hand close down all the time, but I'm very particular about how we hand close down because at first I was saving every single thing that I wasn't going to purge and putting them in bins. And I ended up with bins to the sky in every single different gender and color and season. It was ridiculous. So I said, no more of that. And I said, what can I save for the next child down for next season only? So, and, and actually it's for the next two seasons technically because I look at if we're in summer and I'm saving those summer pieces, I'm putting those in the crate. And then I also have a few things that I save from the winter wardrobe swap as well. I only save things that I know are going to work for that child to try and reduce oh, I saved this, but it doesn't actually fit her or it isn't the right season or I, I kind of go through with a pretty firm hand when I'm purging. Well, you have to be kind of ruthless. You're going to have to make the decision at some point, so you may as well make it right up front so that you don't have any guilt, any overwhelm later. Just It sounds like you just get rid of it. Absolutely. Next, I take a wardrobe principle that I made and that we're going to give you in our free resource library. Once I print that out, I fill in the items that I've saved for that child or that I already have. Because I do this often enough now, I know that I want to purchase some key pieces, so I look for sales and I purchase those. So maybe the jeans went on sale as we were coming into summer last year, and I knew I want one pair of jeans for each of my kids going into winter, or I want two pairs of jeans. So I'm going to list all those items down. I'm also going to kind of make notes of what I need to match the items that I've saved. If I've got particular shirts that I've saved, I know that I want to try and find shorts that are going to be in neutral colors to match those tops. Next, once you have the items you have filled in and you kind of have little notes of what colors or what items you want to match with, you're going to start shopping for the items you need. You're going to look for the sales. You're going to look at your favorite shops. Don't be afraid to look at consignment or yard sales either. There's a lot of good clothes that you can get at a really decent discount. Also, yard sales are pretty good. We live in a military town, so there's a lot of coming and going, and there's a lot of purging that happens when you're coming and going. That is so true. And even consider people who you know who might have kids 
who are just a little bit older than yours, don't be afraid to ask someone, hey, what, number one, I really like how you dress so-and-so. Where do you find their clothes? Or number two, what do you do with their clothes when they grow out of them? Do you get rid of them? Do you need someone to buy them from you or take them off your hands? That is okay. That reduces waste overall, and it's better for all of us when we think about those people around us too. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I I really do recommend donating or consigning any of the things that are in good condition that you're purging also for that very reason. So then once you're done doing that and you're on to shopping, where are some of the places besides consignment shops and yard sales that you normally shop at? So for us, I usually shop at Old Navy because we have rewards saved up there. Zara, H&M, I really like H&M's cute little dresses. They're, they usually go on sale for pretty cheap, and they last through the whole summer for us. And sometimes Gap. So those are some of my favorites. What about for you guys? Well, I mean, we don't do it at the level that you do. But <laughs> but you um, do buy clothes. Tar- and we for do. teenagers. Yes. Oh, so my goodness. So you can weigh in there. Yes. I have one who only shops at... Where does he shop? It's not Abercrombie. (laughs) It's the other one that's like Abercrombie. Uh, I don't know. Okay, my other son. Banana Republic? Not Banana Republic. I don't know. I can tell you. I can tell you. Oh my goodness. He, so I have one son who is, who shops only at Hollister. Aha. Okay. Okay. So my oldest son shops at Hollister and he only shops the, the clearance section. And he does so well there. He's he a really, master at it. He is. He is a master. This kid is super well-dressed every time I see him. He is. He has a bit of a shoe problem. Uh, he loves... <laughs> a problem? I mean... Not that many shoes. <laughs> this child... Okay. He loves his shoes, but he does, he does all of his own shopping at Hollister. And then my second son is very athletic. He's very into lifting and doing those things. And so... He shops at Nike and Under Armour, and we have some really good outlets here, but that's that's usually where we get his stuff. And I will say, if you have a child who is a very large child, he's the size of a full-grown man, and if they have really big feet, a Nike outlet is a great place to look for tennis shoes. That won't kill your budget, because anywhere else, you'll cry when you see how much they cost. That's a solid tip. Yes, that's a very solid tip. So those those are in Target for my other kids, I would say. And oh, yeah, Navy. Target. I forgot about Target. We do shop there. Gosh, they've got really cute outfits at Target. I do shop there sometimes, too. They really do. And I just, I like a lot of their plain stuff. We also do yes. some primary. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I, some of their things are more expensive, but if you can catch them on a sale, I just really like the plain, basic colors. Yeah, speaking of hand-me-down and sharing, we use primary too, but that's because we usually get hand-me-downs from Tiffany. Well, because they last, actually. Yes, they they're, do. They're not destroyed after one kid. I have a jumper that she handed down to me three kids ago, and it's still going strong. So, I mean, there's that's, something to be said. That's definitely something to be said for that. All right, so that is what you need to know for wardrobe planning. You're going to purge, get rid of, declutter. Then you're going to make your list of what you've got, and you're going to keep that list and keep adding to it as you build out their wardrobe. You need to be kind for what would actually work for you. In another podcast, Tiffany said, some people have more time than money. Some people have more money than time. 
if this wardrobe planning going through item by item is really difficult for you and you just have more money than time, you can also scrap everything before and just start new and build fresh. One thing we like to do is build fresh with socks. I don't know where the socks go. I don't know how they disappear. I have no clue how we can have so many humans in one house and so often not be able to find socks. Trolls. Trolls. It's trolls. Laundry trolls. I'm pretty sure my laundry is eating them. Like that's the cost of keeping it alive. It's a troll. Uh, I. If the trolls are keeping my laundry alive, though, they can keep having the socks because right. it's a really old machine and I have my heart set on keeping it for the next 20 years. I would keep that machine. Yep. And I would feed the trolls. We just keep. <laughs> Don't worry. We're feeding them. Okay. Um. Socks are one of the banes of my existence. When we live in Florida, we pretty much live in flip-flops for the majority of the year. But when we're not living in flip-flops, the socks just miraculously disappear. Yeah. So. Socks and underwear. You just need to have it in the budget, honestly. Set aside $1,000 because that's how much it costs. (laughs) And just plan on buying new socks and underwear every year. Yeah. Honestly, that's kind of what we do. We just plan to buy new socks. We toss out anything old that is unmatched, which is pretty much all of them. And then we just buy a new set. Or they wear them outside. Yes. Why? And they wear one. Not two. (laughs) They wear one sock outside. I don't know how they do that or why they do that, but that's what they do. Do yourself a favor and don't get all the ones that are like super cutesy and don't match at all. Just get one pack that matches everything. So you don't even realize they're missing until they're only left with one single sock. Yes. Good wisdom. Yep. Okay, so like we said, don't commit to only four pairs of shorts if you live in Florida, and that means you're going to have to do laundry three times a week. Don't commit to that math didn't add up, but don't hold me. Don't hold that against me. (laughs) Don't overplan your kids' wardrobes. Don't plan down this exact outfit and this exact outfit. I'm going to buy this shirt with this vest with this skirt. I'm going to caution you against that. If you need that, buy one cute, well-put-together outfit that you save off for special occasions. And protect it with your life. And uh, Never let your kids wear it. That's pretty much what happens if I do that. I'm like, nope, you can't wear that. That's not special enough. We can't ruin that today because the first time you wear it, I know you're going to ruin it. Don't overplan it. Plan, choose items that your kids, they all kind of go together so your kids can dress themselves. Take that burden of choosing your kids' clothes, laying your kids' clothes out, being upset about what your kids clo- what your kids put on or stressing about what they look like when you leave the house. When you buy them core pieces that all go together, you don't have to worry about what they choose. And then also bake in extras for when clothing gets destroyed. Buy doubles or buy a couple extra tops or a couple extra pairs of shorts, that kind of thing. So there is a wardrobe printable that you can find in our resource library. Go to deliberatedayjournal.com. Put in your email address and you can gain access to that library and this printable. And you can get ready for the next season, which is going to be spring coming up pretty soon. We would like to ask you to please go to your favorite place that you listen to our podcast, either Apple or Spotify, and go ahead and rate us. If you found value, please give us a rating and let us know how we're doing because that helps us to reach more moms and more women. And that is all we want to do is help you all out. 
Thank you so much for joining us on the Dirty Moms Talk podcast. And here's the thing. We can share our wisdom. We can share our ideas, but we're not experts and we have a lot to learn still too. So we would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, things that you have done. So maybe we can incorporate those into our lives. So if you could send us either a comment on this podcast Go to Dirty Moms Talk on Facebook or Instagram. Tag us in a post. We would love to hear your thoughts and hear any ideas that you might have to add.